What's up, Lamb Fam? Welcome back to the Life After Miscarriage podcast, where we unapologetically chat the ins and outs of what life is actually like after miscarriage. I'm your host, Shelly Metling, and with four angel babies myself and one rainbow baby here on earth, I have created a platform for you guys to share your stories. So sit back, relax, get ready to relate, laugh, and cry as we get real on what life is actually like after miscarriage in the 21st century. Hello, everyone. We have Tanya Taylor on today's episode, which isn't that just like a cool name, Tanya Taylor? I love it. Uh, I'm just going to toss it at you, Tanya. Start wherever you'd like. All right. Hey, everybody. I'm Tanya, and I live in Richmond, Virginia. So let me start. We got married in 2018, April of 2018, and we decided to start trying like August of 2018 because we wanted to enjoy marriage life a little bit so me I'm like oh this is gonna be fast like there's nothing to it you know everybody's just like oh trying to make the babies the easy part you know when once the baby comes that's the hard part so we started actually actually trying in September because we started trying the end of August but so September came I downloaded glow and flow and like all the apps um I did my research on OPKs and we jumped right into it come to find out it was so easy we got pregnant August 1st and um when I saw those two lines I was like wow this is crazy I can't believe that this happened so fast so I told my mom I told my husband like we were so excited and then we had our first OB appointment August 10th now, from August 1st to August 10th, I was like cramping and spotting and all my friends were like, oh, that's normal. That's implantation bleeding. Um, that's probably just like the baby getting getting snuggled in your uterus. So I'm like, okay, I've never been pregnant before. So I'm believing everybody. October 10th came our doctor's appointment. The doctor was like, um, what'd she say? Do you have any symptoms? And I told her, I was like, cramping and I even took a picture of my spotting and I know that sounds really gross but that's how anal I am and I like showed her a picture of what it looked like and then like her face just went blank and she was like well cramping is normal and spotting is normal but just to let you know that it's not looking good because your cramps the way you're describing it is more like period cramps and I'm like yeah they they're kind of sharp but they're on and off it's not like super long so she was like well I just want to let you know that you might miscarry but we're gonna wait um until your blood results come back so I just started crying my husband was in the room with me and I just look over at him and he's a very positive person so he was just looking at me like she didn't say you were exactly gonna miscarry she said you might like don't think negative thoughts and I'm just crying because I'm a crybaby so we're on our way home and I'm like cramping. So every time I had a cramp on the way home, I'm just like, wow, this is it. This is the end. Like, I thought this was going to be our finish line. I thought we were going to have a baby. As soon as I get home, I just start bleeding. Like, I don't know if the nurse jinxed me or what happened, but as soon as I get home and it's like a lot of blood. So I'm telling my husband and he's just like, in awe and shock and he doesn't know what to say so I the doctor calls me back that afternoon and she tells me that my levels 
um, were a 12. And she was like, this is definitely the end of it, you know, but next month you can start trying right away and I'm going to call you next week. And she also said that she tested me for, uh, I forgot what it was called, like a blood factor and I'm O positive, I want to say, so I don't have to get like a shot when I'm pregnant again. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, so I apologize. But I no, I don't I don't know if you are either, but I I mean we all know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was it was last year, so my brain is kind of like yeah. wonky right now. I couldn't like, tell I you have, what it's called either, but I know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have to get that shot, whatever that shot is. Yeah. Um so next so the bleeding lasted like a whole week. Of course I was reminded every time my husband was trying to confront me. So the next month I was like, well, let's just jump right into it. Nothing happened. So December, nothing happened. January, nothing happened. And I'm like, what, what the heck? This happened so easily. The first try, the first month we started, what's going on? So I tell my husband my concerns and I'm like, I'm just going to call my OB and let him know what's going on. So maybe he can see us. So February, I get that appointment and I let him know we haven't gotten pregnant since that October. And he did some blood tests, and then he finds out that I, I'm not ovulating every month. I'm not sure if the miscarriage, I guess, messed it up or if that's just my body. But he prescribed me letrozole. So we started letrozole 2.5 in February, and that didn't work. Then we, we did it again in March, and it worked. We get all excited. Same circle. And of course, what comes back, my HCG is a 12. So I have to prepare again. So I'm like, oh, wow, this is just, this is going to be our life. This is not, this is going to keep happening. It's the same circle. So I go back to the OB and then he prescribes me um, letrozole 5 um, milligrams. So we try 5 milligrams and it works. And then, of course, what happens? My HCG comes back and it's a 12. So at this point, my, my OB was like, I can, this is May, the end of May. And he was like, I can't help you anymore. I can't prescribe higher than five um, milligrams. Like, I don't know if that's every OB or just in the state of Virginia, but he referred me to the specialist. So uh, at that point I was broken and I was crying. And my husband was like, well, we have an answer. Like, let's just go see the fertility specialist. And I'm like, we're 28. Why, why do we have to go see a fertility specialist? Like, this is not how it's supposed to go. When you grow up, your parents, your mom, they don't tell you all the stuff that happens before you have the baby, like all the bad stuff. They just say, you grow up, get married, get pregnant, have a baby, have the white picket fence. So I make the appointment. Um, we have our, we had our first appointment in July of this year. We go to Shady Grove and I love my doctor there. She did like all the blood work. Um, I had an HSG and my tubes are clear. My husband had a semen analysis and his stuff is all good. So she was like, well, you basically have unexplained infertility. Like you're healthy. Your husband's healthy. What is going on? So August 28th, we started letrozole 7.5 and then the trigger shot and we also included the progesterone suppository which was different because I've never did the trigger shot and I never did the suppositories before so I'm like oh this is definitely gonna work so the whole month of September we did that I go in September 25th and I'm like this is it 
my HCG came back a 10. And then I was happy. I was like, okay, so maybe we're just early. Maybe we're just early. We go back two days and it was a 32, I want to say. And I was like, oh my God, yes, this finally worked. I, I really think it's the suppositories. And then the doctor was like, well, let's not get too happy because um, the numbers are not as high as we want to see them. So I go back two days later and guess what the number is? A 12. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is heartbreaking. The doctor says, prepare for another miscarry. So I never make it to like six weeks. I don't know what is going on. We're in the process right now of finding out um, after that, what was that, August 3rd, I want to say, is when the doctor told me to prepare that Friday. We went in for more blood work. Um, my husband and I are doing, I guess, um, they're looking at our chromosomes to see. We did our genetic testing at first with Shady Grove, and we are not the carriers of the same thing. So now I guess they're actually looking to see if our chromosomes are compatible. Mm -hmm. And they also found out that my prolactin was a little high. It was a 29.1. Um, so I go on Monday, actually, this Monday, to see if maybe my prolactin was high because I was technically pregnant at that moment or if I just have high prolactin. And also my thyroid is a 3.25. And I actually messaged you about this because I yeah. saw your video. Yeah. <laughs> I saw your video and I went to, I found a support group in my area and I went on Tuesday and they told me and they were like, no, that's really high. You need to go, like you need to advocate for yourself and tell them to like put you on some type of medicine or do something because that might be why you keep miscarrying. Because I can get pregnant easily. It's just like, I can't maintain a pregnancy for shit. And I don't yeah. know what is the problem. That's how I was too. Yeah, I mean, that's like exactly my story. Yeah, your story sounds so similar to mine. Like the low HCG levels, never making it to six weeks. Like yeah. getting pregnant super easily, but like not being able to hold them. And yeah. I mean- I don't know what hard. it is. <laughs> yeah, and it's hard because like, you're never gonna actually know. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they can make assumptions and you can change your game plan and whatnot, but like we never actually know. Like even if your thyroid, you know, even if you go on medication, like let's hope that that's what it is, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it's hard because it's like you're never gonna actually know. Exactly. What, and I asked my doctor, yeah, I asked her, I was like, do you think it's because of my thyroid? And she was like, well, when you first came to us in July, it was a four point four zero and now it's a 3.25 and I was like wow I didn't even know it was that high in the first yeah. place yeah and she was she was like I guess they're waiting on Monday when they get back all the results we'll get our chromosome testing and the prolactin I mean I hope in November we have like a better game plan I mean our game plan worked yeah. this month like I definitely think the suppositories definitely helped a lot mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because we never been to 36 like HCG 36 that was like a big milestone for me yeah. So I don't know. And people were telling me to do the shots, the oil shots. They said that some people said that's stronger. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's another thing. I don't know if you feel this way, but like, I just remember just everybody's opinions gets really yeah. overwhelming. It <laughs> do is. you feel that way? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Especially like a lot of my friends already have children. So it's like, oh, why don't you try this? And why don't you try or do this and change this? And I'm like, I stopped eating meat. 
I work out. Like, yeah, like, I don't know what else I can do. <laughs> yeah, like I took me away from my diet. That, and I saw, I saw a difference with that. And it's just like, they're like, oh, well, maybe you should relax. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't help. You I am relaxed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can so relate. <laughs> so relate. Well, okay, so you're just waiting on some testing now, and hopefully you'll have a game plan after that, and that's kind of where yes. you guys are at right now. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so. Well, you'll have to keep me posted. I know, definitely. I, I wish I could be like, well, yeah, now we're pregnant with triplets. <laughs> well we will be doing an update episode with you for sure at some yes. point um but thank you so much for jumping on and sharing your story and that unexplained infertility I think is just so relatable and it's unfortunately I feel like what a lot of us who go through miscarriage yeah. are diagnosed with and I say diagnosed with like air quotes because it's not really like, like a, yeah it's not really because a lot of people don't they're like you have unexplained infertility what is that yeah and I'm like it's actually a thing <laughs> but yeah. it's yeah. just you don't hear it that much because like I'd rather my doctor say Tanya you have this and this and then I would be like okay well at least I know why I can't yep. maintain a pregnancy yep Exactly. Now, if you had one piece of advice for somebody else going through something similar, what would it be? I would say, like I've learned, definitely advocate for yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. Every lab result you get, print it out and keep it with you. I know the doctors always think they're right, but sometimes it's good to see it in your face. Um, Don't use Dr. Google that much. And just... (laughs) Cause that is a lie, <laughs> but, um, and don't give up. Just, just keep going. If you really want this, you just got to keep going, but don't lose yourself also. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, on top of that, like you said, advocate for yourself, but like ask for your numbers. Don't be scared yep. to ask for your numbers because a lot yep. of the times, at least in my case, doctors will be like, Oh, everything looks good. Normal. And it's like, exactly. Okay, and then you like hang up and you're like, well, gosh, like, <laughs> yep. And this community is so big, you can compare numbers with everybody. Yeah, which I don't know if it's always a good thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's not. But you can, like, finding your videos, I was like, oh, wow, me and you have, like, a similar situation. I was like, I wonder, maybe it is my thyroid issue. Like, maybe I really do need to push this issue and get this number under control because I saw your video. And I'm like, hmm, we kind of are going through the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Well, thank you so much. And if somebody wants to reach out, is Instagram the best way? Yes, it is. Okay, so I'll go ahead and I'll link your Instagram in the description of this episode. Definitely, you guys, reach out. That's what this is all about. And thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to kind of like hear what you're... I know. I'm hoping in December I can do an update uh, or January. I can do like an update for you guys. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend who could find it useful or share it on your Instagram stories. Tag myself, tag my guest so that we can personally thank you. This is a lamb fam, you guys. We're not in this alone. We're creating this ripple effect together.